I love this show. I love this show. I've told all my co I've told all my coworkers. I've told all my coworkers. Listen to it every day. Listen to it every day, and it's amazing. Do you have the spark? Hello, everybody. We're here with Leaders of Walmart, and this week we have Shanna, who's the regional manager of the Central Region at Sam's Club. Shanna, would you mind introducing yourself real quick? Yes, thank you so much for having me. I'm Shanna DeSmit, and I get the pleasure of supporting and leading the Central Region. There are 91 clubs in that region in Sam's Club and about 13,000 associates. That's, that's awesome. So the, the first thing I got to ask you, what's your Walmart Sam's Club story? How did this thing come about? Well, it's funny to step back and just think about 28 years with the company um, that I just celebrated. So I'm very excited and very proud that my journey has been one of really a jungle gym versus a career ladder. And as you think about where we all started, I started out as a part-time cashier in Mattoon, Illinois, store 481. It was a division one store at the time and just had an awesome opportunity that my grandmother had actually worked for Walmart and she had shared with me just the benefits of the organization. I'd watched her transfer from Illinois to Arizona back and just her love for our company. And I was in between what I actually thought I wanted to do as a career in college and um, where I ended up were a little bit different, uh, but I think it was one of those things that was just really a great first step. And so. Started off there, went through multitudes of jobs, including a summer internship. Uh, at the time we were taking the store from a division one store to the super center. And so we were able to do my internship around just the hiring for that uh, store at the time. And when we were opening the um, super center, it, at that time we would hire about 650 associates and it, we would be the second super center in the state of Illinois. And so really just, learning you know from a ground up how we really work through workforce management how do we think about all of the complexities of um, a super center and so had a fantastic time um, and just really enjoyed the journey couldn't get rid of the bug for retail once it started and as soon as i left school had a chance to become an assistant manager and so moved away became an assistant then uh, just really from there been a journey of you know learning and curiosity that allowed me just to keep moving up and doing different things throughout the company. Yeah, I, I love how mm -hmm. you um, said that about it being a jungle gym. Um, that's really cool. Um, and so, and you said your grandma got you started. Is that what, that's how you? Yes. Yes, my grandmother had has always worked retail and so she'd worked for Kmart and Kmart, they, she was the wig lady, jewelry lady. And so when Walmart came to town, you know, everybody had been talking about Walmart. And so as soon as it came to town, she had to go figure out what this bug was all about and had joined the company. And so I um, was a fitting room associate. So I think it was just a natural thing when we talked about what was I going to do next when I decided I wasn't going to be in the medical field. But she said, I just think you should try this. I think you'll really, really like it. Yeah. And so you start you started in the stores and then you transitioned out into more of the home office type of roles. Yes, I've had but I went back and forth, to be honest with you, Zach. It's been just an opportunity after opportunity presented themselves. I was brave enough to say yes and to have a chance to really just put myself out there. And so 
I've went from roles leading the regions in clubs, markets, and throughout the Walmart store side to roles within the home office in like a ROSID or operations support at the time um, when we were um, in that period of growth in um, the super center and division one stage. And so I just have went back and forth. Then I had, as we started rolling out market teams, they said, we would like to look at HR roles. And I said, sure. And so jumped into an MHRM role and just, you know, allowed the many opportunities that the company provided me um, with to really just jump for it. Yeah. Well, as you were coming up and making all these transitions in different jobs, what was it you were doing to stand out um, in order to advance your career? You know, I think I was just trying to do the best I could at the job I had at the time. I think too often, you know, I was watching some of my friends really that would get the bug to want the next step. They focus so much on the next step versus the job they had today. And they would forget their commitment to the associates they were leaving. And so I really just always tried to stay truly focused to this is the job I have today. I want to be the best at that. So when the next opportunity presents itself, they'll already know that my focus and my energy is around taking care of my associates and delivering the results that the company's asked me to in the role I have. Yeah, I love that. You're, you're right. I know even for myself, if I get too focused on what, what could I do next, you, you just don't become as effective in what you're doing. And um, why would you be trusted to do more if you can't handle what you've got today? So I think that's great advice. What was one mistake you've made in your career and what did you learn from it? Well, I make a lot of mistakes and I think we all do, right? And it's what do you learn from it, which, as you said eloquently, is the most important thing. One that really stands out for me is as I was a young leader, I had taken all this feedback about, you know, the things I needed to improve on. And I was working really, really hard on improving all the things that I um, had been listed that I forgot the things I was really good at. And so it just so happened that at that time, I it was a club, a store, a store manager, and I was um, really challenged with, can I do better at merchandising? Can I get better at this or that? And instead of staying true to, you know, making sure I stayed focused on my operational prowess, I said, I'll go the other way and just completely shifted. And that caused me a lot of trial with my associates because I couldn't figure out who I was because it wasn't like me to not focus on the basics of the business and operations. And they also allowed me to um, learn the really, really hard lesson that if you don't control all sides of your business, you end up with something called shrink. And I had a high shrink store and it was probably one of the lowest points in my career. Um, and I had to decide what would be the fork in the road. Would I make sure that I could do both things or would I, um, or would I fail? And so I think it was just, you know, one of those moments that you step back and you really look at and it really defined me. Um, not only from my ability to reflect and understand what I had failed at, but then how could I implement the feedback in a way that allowed me to be authentic and true to myself? Yeah, I think that what you just hit on is so important that when you make a mistake, reflecting on it and understanding how to implement, um, we so often want to prove that we can do something that we don't stop to reflect and um, we miss out lessons. So um, what advice would you give to somebody who wanted to get promoted into a leadership role? 
I think knowing who you are. I think it's really important if you want to go into leadership, knowing who you are and what you stand for, and then what are things that personally are non-negotiables. In this world of really transparent communication and social media, too often people try to be one person at work and then another person at home, and they forget that people are always watching you and they're wanting to make sure those two things um, are accurate and they align what you say and what you do. And I think um, too, too many people are putting themselves in a position where they don't think about that transparency that exists in our world today. Yeah, yeah, that's so true. Authenticity, transparency, it's, that's good. What do you think is the biggest challenge for today's leaders? And what advice would you have for them to overcome it? The challenge I think for today's leaders is, you know, I think there are a lot of challenges, but I think one of the things that's top of mind is the changing complexities of the environment they work in today. And so whether it's the opportunities that exist externally, the challenges that they're facing internally with staffing, it's it's never the same day. And so they're just waking up and having to make decisions with the, with the information that they have in front of them and trying to make sure that they move forward in a way that makes them proud and delivers the results that they want. From a perspective of providing guidance, my challenge is always around how do you think about your judgment and your discernment and decision tree? So what will be the things that you always prioritize? Again, it's people first, right? The safety and how we make sure that you're doing the right thing for the community and those members and associates and the customers and associates that come into our buildings. And I think just really being clear on what's number one. And too often, I think if you mix up that situation where you prioritize incorrectly, the outcomes will not be um, where you would want them to be. Yeah, I mean, that makes perfect sense. What other, um, any other words of wisdom or thoughts that you might have to share with anyone watching today? I think one of the things that I would just challenge everybody is enjoy the journey. Too often I see people looking to the next step and forgetting what they have and the moments they have to impact lives and to make change. In a world where we have a chance to be the very best human, and that's the thing I've always asked my children, and when everyone's asking me, what do you want your kids to be when they grow up? I'm like, I want them to be really good humans. And I think we've all got to live by what does that look like and how, how do you enjoy the journey along the way, always making sure you're the very best human you can be and that you're contributing for the long run. Yeah, that's great. That's wonderful. Well, Shana, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us and providing advice. Um, I appreciate it and look forward to seeing you in the clubs or around the, the business. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for listening to SparkCast. Join us on Workplace to learn more about this episode. Join the Social Champs program and how-to guides on improving your social posts. Until next time, be the spark the world needs.